Sunday morning we spoke from First Corinthians, Second Corinthians one, beginning um, around verse twenty-three, talking about how to develop emotional intelligence. That while it, they used to think that the key to success was IQ, intelligence quotient, uh, in the last few decades, they've been arguing that actually more important than IQ is EQ, emotional intelligence quotient. And so in Second Corinthians 1, the Apostle Paul uh, shares some wisdom on how to develop emotional intelligence and what it looks like. Now, we didn't have time to cover everything Sunday morning, and so I want to drill down on one specific, and that is um, learning to live in harmony because we show respect to others. We live in a time when it seems like people have kind of lost the ability to show respect. What does it look like to live in harmony because we show respect? Heavenly Father, thank you for your word that you are living and active, that it is living and active that we can trust you. Um, would you speak beyond our heads to uh, to our toes, to our fingertips, to our actions, to change us really, Lord? Through Christ we pray. Amen. In 2 Corinthians 1, 24, the Apostle Paul says, I do not mean that we lord it over your faith, but we are workers with you for joy because you stand firm in your faith. We point out that Paul is somebody who had great authority and he could have talked down to these people. He could have spoken from a sense of moral superiority or, or of, 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 of somebody deserving of more respect than they. But instead, Paul calls himself a fellow worker. He sees himself as a partner with them treats them, you know, in, in transactional analysis, we would call it adult to adult, speaks to them adult to adult and treats them as adult to adult. Live in harmony, the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 16, live in harmony with one another, do not be proud. Instead, associate with the humble, do not be wise in your own estimation. And one of the points that we made Sunday is that it's really hard for people sometimes to respect others when they hear, have really strong views, if they, when they really feel uh, strongly and righteous about something. Um, let me tell you another story about the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. Um, on Sunday, I shared uh, about how um, there are six different denominations, Catholic, Arminian, Coptic, six different denominations that... Uh, run the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. They each have their own area, but then there are common areas that they all have to share together. But there's always been conflict about those areas. And um, uh, in, in fact, uh, I believe it was uh, within the last century, sometime in the last century, mid-1950s, that um, there was a dispute over a line in uh, one of the upper stories, like where the, the the line for one group of monks started and where the others stopped. And literally, monks would put their chairs on one side of the line and sit there, basically claiming territory, saying, you know, don't come over to this side. And, um, and according to an account one day, the sun came through, was making the one of the monks hot as he was sitting in the in the sun as it was coming through the, the lights. He moved his uh, chair 
22 centimeters. It was viewed as an act of aggression by opposing monks and uh, 10 monks ended up in the hospital as a result. When, when you really feel strongly about something, you can get really defensive and even offensive as well. Well, Church of the Holy Sepulchre, they, they, so they, they had to come up with an agreement in the mid-19th century that they called the Status Quo Agreement. And, and, and according to the Status Quo Agreement, nothing could be changed in the areas of commonality unless every group, each of the six groups, agreed to change it in exactly the way they wanted to change it. If you go to the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, one of the things that you'll see outside is the um, what's called the immovable ladder. Because sometime, years and years ago, somebody was doing some work, we don't know why, nobody knows why, and put this ladder out there in a common area. And because nobody knows how it got there or who put it there, according to the status quo agreement, it can't be moved. And so you go to the front of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre and you see the immovable ladder. Somebody tried to steal it one time in the last century, in the 20th century. They were immediately arrested. Somebody else in the 2000s, I think it was like 2011, um, hid it for about three weeks and there was this awful um, search for it. They found it and replaced it. And so to this day, you have, <laughs> you have the immovable ladder because six groups can't figure out how to get along with a shared space at the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. Why can't we just respect each other? Respect each other sometimes to defer to each other. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud. Do not be wise in your own estimation. So beware, by the way, let me give a little warning, caveat. If you humble yourself to respect other people, then other people may not respect you in response. You know, the Apostle Paul humbled himself with the church in Corinth and immature people looked down on him. They saw his meekness as weakness. They challenged him. They disrespected him. But those who knew Paul best respected him most and were able to serve with him with joy because they learned how to show respect. How do you measure your emotional intelligence? Showing respect means speaking truthfully and tactfully. Proverbs 15 uh, Four says, the tongue that heals is a tree of life, but a devious tongue breaks the spirits. Uh, the New Testament says that we're always to speak the truth in love. Somebody has said, love without truth is sentimentality. Truth without love is meanness. Truth without love is harsh. Showing respect means that we try to speak to each other truthfully, but kindly. John 15, 13, Jesus said, I've given you an example that you should do just as I have done. And what did Jesus do? He spoke the truth in love. He, um, 
he, he was kind to people around him. Um, the, uh, when I was in Jerusalem uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, the hotel where we were is essentially owned by the tour company that runs most of the tours uh, in Israel. And so I was sitting there one morning at breakfast, seeing this huge banquet hall filled with mostly Americans. I'm assuming mostly Christians because they're on these Christian tours of the Holy of, 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 of Israel. And I just kind of watch because they're, of course they're, they're those, the, those Christian people. And then there are the people who are serving the natives there of Jerusalem. And it was really interesting to watch as the people who were serving would pick up plates and clean up after people or um, or add things to the buffet. And, and I'm sure that there were some people that thanked them, but I watched over and over and over again as people just walked right by the work staff, the help staff. You know, as though kind of this attitude of you're here to serve. We're here to be served. We all know our place. And you, and they were just kind of treating those people almost like they were non-existent. And I just thought, wow. Boy, if anybody should be kind and show respect to others, it ought to be Christians. First Corinthians 13 says, love is kind. Love is not rude. It takes so little effort to be kind, but it does take respecting other people as much as you respect yourself. Jesus said, just as you want others to do for you, do the same for them. Showing respect to others also means when we disagree, we disagree gently. Somebody said that tact is the ability to make a point without making an enemy. Now, this is hard, especially in our generation. 1 Peter 3, 15 says that we should always be ready to give a reason for the hope that we have, but to do so with gentleness and respect. Make the point without making an enemy, without hurting somebody in the process. I love the story of the mother who heard her six-year-old son in the next room wailing in pain. She runs into the other room. She sees her son in pain because her two-year-old daughter has clenched her feet, her, her, her teeth in his arm and is holding on for dear life. And the six-year-old's in, in, in great pain. And mom comes over and quickly separates the two and explains to the six-year-old, honey, she says, your little sister is little. You know, she just doesn't understand. She doesn't know that when she bites you, that it causes pain. Do you understand? I understand. Mom leaves the room. Seconds later, she hears the two-year-old wailing in pain. She rushes back into the <laughs> rushes back into the room, and the six-year-old looks up at the mom and says, "Well, mom, she knows now." Um, tact is the ability to disagree without causing pain in the other person. To make your point without being hurtful. And Christians, again, ought to be able to lead the way. Be respectful. Don't follow the crowd. Remember what happened when um, President Trump got elected 
and Hillary supporters didn't like it. They torched downtown. You know, they 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 put you know lit cars on fire. They smashed windows. They did all kinds of horrible things downtown. Four years later, Trump supporters aren't happy because Trump doesn't get elected. So what do some of them do? Storm the storm the castle. Storm the storm the 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 um, the the capital. We live in a world where people are holding on to their own beliefs so strongly that they're having a hard time showing respect to others. Remember what Jesus said? He said, uh, you know the rulers of the Gentiles, how they lorded over them. Those in high positions act as tyrants over them. It must not be so among you. On the contrary, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Whoever wants to become first among you must be your slave. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus was so respectful of people that we might not think even worthy of respect because he did not come to serve, but to be served. He didn't come as one in authority demanding respect. He came as one lifting up others. Key to living in harmony, show respect to all people. Heavenly Father, help us to be respectful. Help us to live in harmony. Convict us when we aren't being kind, when we aren't being gentle, when we are um, rationalizing harshness because we are holding on to truth and are convinced that truth is on our side. Help us to remember Jesus, who was one in all authority, who was the truth, and yet came to serve and to lift us up. May people see Christians are different because we live, we are able to live in harmony in a world filled with people who are, who struggle. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us. Hope to see you soon.